You're listening to the Upgrade Your Influence podcast show, episode 16, Charge What You're Worth, Fight Imposter Syndrome, Create Your Own Story. Welcome to the Upgrade Your Influence podcast show where we discuss goal setting, branding, and social media strategy for content creators and digital influencers. I'm Erin Bainham, a media kit designer, a social media strategist, and your host. Today is the season finale for the Upgrade Your Influence podcast show, and man, has it been an awesome ride. I've totally enjoyed podcasting so, so much. And even though it's just been, you know, a one woman show at this point, I've got an entirely different vibe coming in the next few weeks. Since this is the season finale, I decided to cover a few different things that have been weighing on me, um, some mistakes that I've made, and some things that I'm seeing. Um, I'm in a lot of Facebook groups that are targeted to bloggers and to influencers and some to small businesses and I see a lot of I don't want to say mistakes but I'm observing some things and I just want to address them in this episode so maybe this one is for you in one way or maybe in a few ways maybe none at all but I hope that it's helpful in some way shape or form so to get the show notes for this episode you can come on over to upgradeyourinfluence.com slash podcast slash 16 You probably know what I'm going to say now. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review and subscribe via iTunes. We don't even need like a big like paragraph with what you like about the show and what you don't like about the show. You can actually just give it um, as many stars as you think it deserves. I'm hoping you'll give it five stars, but um, you can just, I mean, that takes like two minutes. So what I've actually been doing is going through my favorite podcasts And I've been giving them ratings because it's kind of like, how can I ask people to do it for me if I'm not doing it for other people? That doesn't make sense. It makes me a hypocrite. So I went ahead and did that. And it took like, like eight seconds to do it. I just had to look up the name, hit the stars, hit submit, and boom, it was done. All right. I want to make sure you guys are receiving the power letter emails. These are biweekly emails that share tips and links with new information for content creators. It's going to discuss social media. It's discussing new tools, um, different things I'm finding, what's working for me, what's not, all that kind of stuff. So to sign up for those power letters, you get them again every two weeks. Come over to UpgradeYourInfluence.com and you can sign up right at the bottom of the site. As always, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Aaron Bainham, and you can follow the show itself on Facebook and Instagram at Upgrade Your Influence. I'll actually be at Alt Summit this week, which is a social media, I'm sorry, it's a, a conference for designers in California, and I'm like really, really excited. So I'll be doing a round table workshop on creating media kits, and I will be sharing probably a lot on Twitter, definitely, and Instagram. So if you want to check that out, I'll be sharing as much information as I am consuming. Um, I want to spread the love and let you guys know what I'm learning. And I'll probably put a lot of that in the podcast in the uh, power letters too. All right, let's jump right into the episode. Okay, guys. So the first thing that I want to talk about today is pricing yourself. 
This is, I know it's so difficult to do. I know it can be difficult for a lot of people. It's definitely difficult for me. The big thing is making sure that you know your worth. I have definitely had issues with that. I have issues with it right now. And I'll give you this example. Um, I started selling services just a week or two ago because it was just time for me to fill that void. I'd been getting inquiries and I've been saying no because I was punking out a little. I'm not even going to lie. But the reality was this. I know social media like the back of my hand. I know media kits like the back of my hand. And it made sense for me to create a service. And it's been so exciting because just believing in yourself and putting your product out there, even if that web page isn't perfect, even if everything isn't 100% amazing and ready to go, just putting yourself out there, who knows what'll happen. So I went ahead and pushed, you know, publish on my page and there it was it was out there for the world and I got a few clients this week and dude I'm so excited I'm so excited the bad part about that is that I definitely undersold myself I I I absolutely know that for me to be an expert in something or for you to be an expert in something and to charge something that is well below what you deserve, that's, it just doesn't make any sense. Now, it's like one of those things where are you doing it out of desperation? Are you doing it because you don't believe in yourself? It doesn't make sense. And if you think that your prices are too high for people, then they're not the audience that you want to hit. You should give people the value that they're paying for. So I'll give you an example. When I was shopping around, not necessarily comparing myself to other people, but I kind of want to see, you know, market research. You want to see what other people are kind of charging and what they're offering and, you know, that kind of thing. And there were people that were charging $30 for media kit design, which I will absolutely not do. That's just definitely below where I am. Then there were people that were charging $700 to $1,000 for a media kit. I'm not there yet. Although I feel that my work is there. I am not mentally there. Maybe my confidence isn't there yet. And maybe that's my fault. If if media kits are my niche, and that's really where I want to saturate it, me selling them for $65, like I'm selling them right now, it doesn't make any sense. And I believe you me, these media kits will not be $65 for much longer because it just, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. It's almost like, you know, when you see a service or you see an outfit or you see whatever and it looks too low, it's like, mm, that's probably too good to be true. It's probably not worth it. And if it looks too good to be true, then it probably is. And I don't want to be that way. And I don't want you to be that way. If you feel like that, you know, whatever you're making or selling is worth a hundred dollars more than what you're charging, then do it. Then, then put that rate on paper and you explain to people why it's worth it. And you explain to them why investing in your business is worth it for them. Now this is again, or if you can't tell a pep talk for myself, but I have already made a promise to myself that I will raise prices after I hit $100,000 
a certain threshold of clients. So once I hit my first five clients and my prices are going to go up 10 more dollars or 20 more dollars. And once that portfolio is up, I can say, yes, this is it. I am worth it. You should buy from me. I know I know my stuff and I'm sure you know your stuff too, but you got to, you know, assess the competition and assess where you are and everything, but don't undersell yourself to the point where you're going to be disgusted that you're doing all this work for a low amount of money. I'm like kind of there, but not totally there. I don't know. That's just my two cents. Now, if you listen to being boss, it's an awesome podcast for, um, people that are, you know, entrepreneurs or creatives, they just did an episode on offering discounts and why they don't offer discounts. And it's a really great mini episode. It's only about 15 minutes long. But what they basically say is I don't do coupons. Like my, um, Kathleen is a, um, she offers branding services with her sister, Tara. And she's basically like, look, my services are $6,000. If you can't afford my services, then I'm not the brand for you. If you can, I would love to work with you. Fill out my form. We'll see if this will work. And she makes it work. But she does not undersell herself because she knows what she's worth. So just keep it in mind. Okay, I'm going to get off that soapbox. Next, I want to jump into fighting self-doubt. So imposter syndrome is real. Thinking you are not good enough is real. And I'm just going to go ahead and say that you are your best salesperson. Like what you've written and put out into the world and what you say and how you show yourself, what you put out on social media, all of that is going to explain to other people exactly who you are and why they should invest in you. If you don't believe in yourself, If you don't think you're worth it, if you don't think you know your stuff enough, why should somebody invest in you? Why should somebody listen to you? Why should somebody spend their precious time on you? Like fighting self-doubt, I know it's difficult. Again, I, I am telling you, it scares me often. I doubt myself a lot. But at the end of the day, all I got is myself. And I am not about to waste time And like not make something happen because I'm terrified. Like, let's keep this real. Right now I'm sitting at my desk and I'm looking at a post-it that I put up back in September or October. And I wrote, I will sell 500 e-courses. My big goal was to sell these media kit courses. And it was a way for me to get out my, you know, my passion for media kits and get people working with brands and learning how to do this stuff at home so they could edit their media kits and create different ones for different reasons. And I didn't do great. Like I didn't sell a lot of e-courses. I, I sold enough that I did make back all the money that I spent to make the e-courses, but the hours and the weeks of time, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't. I mean, I, in that case, if you look at it that way, I bombed. I did an awful, awful job. But I knew that I was an expert and I knew like I knew my stuff. You know what I mean? And I had to fight through that self-doubt and say, I can do this. And I did. 
And even though I bombed, gosh, I am so happy that I tried. And I want everybody to know, even if you are scared, even if you don't think that you are worth it, push yourself as hard as you can. Because really, at the end of the day, all you have is you. And we're going to talk about this, you know, actually, let's just go ahead and dive right into the next thing, which is keeping things to your daggone self. (laughs) Because... Letting people know your next move, what you want to do, what you're trying to do, blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, I can almost guarantee I'm going to keep it real. Nobody cares. Okay, I take that back. I'm not going to say that nobody cares, but very, very, very few people care or are interested in what you're thinking about doing. I guess my bigger question is why do you feel like you need to tell people what you're doing or why is it important that you tell them instead of showing them? So in my humble opinion, I would highly suggest if you feel like you just got to yell and scream to the world what you're going to do. I mean, I understand if you want to tell like your one homegirl, your one best girlfriend or you know, a sibling or a parent or a family member or um, a significant other, whomever. Keep it to those people that are extremely, extremely close to you and stop blasting it for the rest of the world. Because if you put it out there and you don't do it, now people are looking at you like you can't get stuff done and you can't keep your word. And I can almost promise you there's somebody out there that is low-key rooting against you. It's really sad to see, um, but I, well, I'm only saying this because I have on my Facebook page, I have a public page where I pretty much followed and became friends with Anybody that was like makeup related or anybody that I had like a big amount of friends with, I would just add people because I have, I mean, I use it honestly for marketing purposes. I figured, hey, what's the issue with me just, you know, getting my business out there and my marketing out there to other people, beating the Facebook page algorithm and just using a regular Facebook account. So Some of the the statuses, I don't know if we even still call them statuses, but the posts that I see, man, I'm like, yikes. I see people like literally every day to the point where I've almost decided to stop scrolling because if it's not politics, then it's people complaining about their lives and all this other stuff. And it's just not really worth the time to just be scrolling when there are more important things to be doing. But I'm amazed at some of the stuff that I read. I mean, about people getting stabbed in the back by people telling people what they want to do and then friends taking the idea or or people that they know taking their ideas or people rooting against them. Or I mean, I read this stuff all the time, like weekly, consistently, like week after week. I'm like, man. And all I could think is if you had kept it to yourself, you wouldn't be in the situation. So If it is killing you and you got to tell, you know, you could tell the family member, friend or whatever. If not, write it down. I have a maybe, I don't know. I've kept, I don't, 
I guess I can call it a video journal or a video diary where basically I just turn my phone on and I let out whatever I need to. Any of my goals, any of my dreams, any of my issues, any of my mistakes, all of that is sitting in my phone and I just felt so much better that I got it out. There are a lot of things I want to do. My financial goal, I think I said it was like $20,000 or something. And I said that on the podcast, but initially I said it to my phone. That's not something I would tell my friends or family really. One, because I mean, those are just words. Like at the end of the day, I can show them much better than I can tell them. And I can push myself so much harder when I've got that goal and I'm looking at it and I'm thinking about it. So again, I've said this before, but I keep alarms on my phone and they all have messages. Sometimes they're affirmations or reminders. Um, And one of those affirmations could be, I'm making $20,000 from my side hustle. Or it could be, Um, One is um, a little cliche probably, but I took um, one of Beyonce's lyrics. uh, I think it's like, you know, from a formation and it's like, I work hard, I grind hard, something till I own it. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know the words to the song, but I liked that line. So that's one of my um, alarms on my phone. So it's on silent, but it pops up on my phone every day at 314. And when I see it, it is that reminder to push myself. So all that is to say, you don't have to tell everybody everything you want to do or plan to do. If you need to keep a journal or a diary or text yourself or whatever the heck you have to do, just work on it on your own and make it happen. My next, I don't know, bucket of, I don't know, information or ranting or whatever you want to call it is crafting your own path. So this is something I am really bad at and I never knew it until my little brother, Arthur, told me. So basically what I always say to him, he's like my um, shrink in a lot of ways. I just feel like he's the person that I tell him my big scary goals and I know that he won't judge me and I know he'll push me to do them. And I've realized a pattern well, he's pointed out a pattern that I do. And he, I'm always like, yeah, so I was listening to this one podcast and this girl did this. So I believe that I can do blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, I was reading this one blog post and this person did it this way. So I think I'm going to try that. And he's like, and between him and my husband, they've both told me the same things. They're like, okay, it's okay if you listen to other people and hear their paths, but don't think that their story should be your story. I do not believe that I would copy what they're doing exactly but I think I like those stories as motivation and to think hey if these regular people can do it I can do it too but sometimes it's hard to not try things their way so think about it there are how many makeup companies in the world all those people didn't start their makeup companies in the same way so now there are indie beauty companies popping up all the time Everybody's got a makeup company, right? And the cool part about that is they are creating their own story. Who knows who the next multi-million dollar makeup company will be or how they'll get there. But I bet you all their stories aren't the same. So it's okay to embrace those mistakes, embrace doing things on your own terms. It might take you longer. It might be a little harder. It might cost you more or it might cost you less. Who knows? But using your own genius and your own ideas means a lot. 
all I'm saying is don't latch on to what other people are doing and try to do it their way. And the very last thing that I want to discuss today, which is hard. And maybe this was a self help like episode for me. I don't know if you relate to any of this, but this last thing is creating more than you consume. And I guess this is a little, mm, I don't know, backwards since I actually create content for to, to be valuable and to help people. But it's not worth your time to listen to and try to digest what everybody else is putting out there to frame what you're doing. So my point of that is, if you've got 60 podcasts and they're all how-to podcasts, how much time are you really devoting to listening to and implementing everything other people are saying without you trying and you spending your time creating and doing what you need to do to get ahead in your business? So for example, I had to remove a lot of um, like notifications and things from people and I had to stop listening to every podcast and reading every article on how to do this and how to do that because I would find that my system worked like what I was doing was actually fine and then I wasted 10 minutes listening to whatever or 20 minutes reading something or hunting down or googling and I'm like if I had just tried it my way it could have worked but I was trying to consume as much as possible and then went into overload. Let me tell you something right now. I have a list. I'm actually gonna open this right now to tell you about some classes that I've signed up for. And this is all part of the Create More That You Consume. So I am happy that I signed up for these classes, but at the same time, I signed up for so many that I will never be able to get through. And if I just done them my way or, or tried it, you know, on my own, I wouldn't have spent, I mean, at this point, I'm definitely into the thousands of dollars, not proud of it, but, um, let me tell you some of the classes I've signed up for. So I signed up for a food photography class. I signed up for a regular digital photography class. I signed up for a design business crash course, um, a class on creating courses, a class on making your first $500 online slash getting your first 500 email subscribers, which was an awesome class. However, I had already made my first $500 years and years ago and I'd already had my first 500 email subscribers so why did I sign up for a class like that um I signed up on how to for one for how to be a freelancer I signed up one for a branding class some of these were free some of them were cheap some of them were too damn expensive for me to have and I shouldn't have got them I signed up for an affiliate course I signed up for and I'm I'm one of those people that goes like hard in the paint so I would just I wanted when I want to learn something and I want to like kill it I assume and this is, this is my point about putting yourself out there. If I am buying a course that costs X amount of dollars, most likely it is going to be a better value than the free blogs, you know, and posts and podcasts that I'm listening to online. So that's just about, again, pricing yourself and putting yourself out there as a, as an expert or as the top 
of of the of the class like you really just want to put it out there and I and I'm one of those people that believed it and this is why I spent all this money I took one class on um another photography class this was more of a scrapbooking angle but I wanted to use it all over for blogging and whatnot um a coding class so it was html css and javascript and I have a couple more but the point is Again, some were free, some were paid. And if I were to actually dive into all those classes, I would have spent hours upon hours trying to learn things instead of just getting out there and doing. It's the same thing as being in school. You pay all this money to be to go to college. And at the end of the day, you don't actually get jobs unless you have internships and that experience. Maybe somebody will hire you just because you went to school. But at the end of the day, people want to know that you've done it. Show them the receipts for all the things that you have done and not for what you paid for to learn in class. It's just as simple as that. So I referenced this a few episodes ago, but Shalene Johnson only learns things in the morning. And that's a great way to make sure that she doesn't spend all day every day just trying to, to learn other stuff from people. She's spending her other time doing what she needs to do to run her business. And I would like to do that same thing on like Wednesdays for my lunch breaks. I would like to spend that time taking a class, taking and finishing classes that I've purchased and haven't <laughs> like looked at in a long time. So I went all over the place with this episode, but um, I just want to say, please believe in yourself. Like you've got this. You are the one you can be that next person that starts an empire, you can be that next household name, you can be that next person that freaking kills it and people see as an authority online. Like you can be the next by Regina, or you can be the next Malik or the next Pat Flynn or the next Amy Porterfield or the next I don't know, Ursula Stefan or the next Billy B or Sam Fine or whomever it is that is just epic in in their in their field. And if you ever need to let it out, just have your affirmations in the morning. Make sure you say to yourself when you're walking down the street, just this is my year. I will make this happen. I will get this. Nothing negative. Don't put anything negative out there. Listen to the secret audio oh I listen I'm talking about the audiobook but read the book if you need to put it out there like you can kill it I if nobody else believes in you I do that's all I gotta say okay calming myself down now so that's it for episode 16 <laughs> thank you so so much for joining me check out the show notes if you have any questions I'm gonna mention I'm gonna have everything um, that I mentioned in the show notes. I know they're a little scrappy right now, but um, while I'm on the seven hour flight to California and the six hour flight on the way back, I will be sure to um, have those show notes in a tip top shape. Again, if you can leave a review, it would be so helpful. <laughs> I would be very, 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 very appreciative if you could do that. All right, I will see you for the next episode. My guess is that it'll be out in mid-February. Um, now that I have clients, I am, again, scaling back, so I won't be doing weekly episodes, but I will be getting the next episode out to you before you know it. 
um, I'll probably send out an email. So if you're not on the email list, upgradeyourinfluence.com and you can put your information down on the bottom. Thank you so, so much for listening. Have a very, very great day. Have a great week. Have a great 2017 or whatever year you're listening to this. And I'll see you for the next episode. See ya.